So I'd like to uh, start out with a pretty simple question for you. Where do you need to see a win this week? Where do you want to see a win? Where do you want to see a, a God breakthrough in your life? And with a crowd this big, I'm sure the uh, answers are as numerous as, as many people are out here. But I'm sure there's some pretty uh, bigger pieces that we can look at. We can, we can look at maybe victory at work or victory at school, or victory at home, or maybe victory in our relationships? Is there something deep down inside you that says, man, if it could just get a little bit better? Well, it can, and it will. And I love the fact that the Pastor Mark came out and said, we need to worship through it. And so today, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but starting tomorrow, at about 5.30, there's this little thing all week long called VBS happening. Yeah, a round of applause, woo! And uh, I, I have to admit, um, uh, I've been a little bit stressed with it. Just ask Gail, uh, wound tighter than a fiddle string at, at times. Um, but I wanted to kind of just open up with you guys, and, and for two reasons, one, to maybe lay a path that says, okay, I, I need to worship through this, but how? If there's something really stressing me out or there's someplace where I need to see a victory, how do we do that? And so, the, again, with a group this big, there may be many ways to worship through it, but I wanted to give you kind of a little sneak peek behind the scenes and also let you know that VBS is not just a one-time event. The reason that we do VBS and why we do VBS is actually the reason why we do all of our children's ministry from this very first event where we, we bless these families and these kids all the way through graduation. We have one goal and one purpose in mind, which is to create lifelong disciples of Jesus Christ. That's what we want. Fully devoted, all in, sold out. And so... When I ask that question about where do you need to see a victory or breakthrough, if there's something weighing on you right now, um, get out your notes or, or get out your app on your phone. And if something came into your mind that says, ooh, I really need a victory with a relationship or, or with whatever that was, jot it down. Because we're going to come back to that here in a bit. So, speaking of victories, the candle is lit. That's right. So from uh, David Rash at a FCA football camp, there was a student by the name of Derek uh, on one of the first days of the camp. He gave his life to Christ. Yeah. Right? But wait, there's more. On Wednesday of that camp, 20 more students gave their life to Christ, right? <laughs> I mean, ultimately, that's why we do what we do, right? To see lives change. So, as I was trying to prepare to worship through and, and give the stress to God, I wanted to share with you guys uh, the heart of VBS. Why we do what we do and the process by stepping into and giving it to God. Now, when you give something to God, it's not like... Uh, you just give it to God and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. Or you give it to God and, and you don't have to work anymore. 
You definitely don't need to worry anymore because God's got it. But oftentimes, after you've given it to God, there's still things that we really have to dig in and do. So if there's something that's stressing you out, and we're going to get to that, when it comes to VBS, you know, I want to see VBS be a success, a victory. So then we take, out of all the things that could stress us out, we say, okay, with VBS, what are the most important things, God, as a prayer, what are the most important things that we need to do to make sure that VBS is a success? I would even say, when you ask the question of, where do I need to see a victory, you're actually asking, God, give me clarity of what is the most important things that you want us to do. So, after you've given it to God, and you take a moment and say, all right, what specifically about VBS needs to happen? And I, I contend that the heart of VBS, yes, there are five things. There's a cute little anagram that goes along with this. There are five things that are absolutely essential for every VBS that we do. And in fact, everything that we do with kids needs to have this heart. So, starting with the letter, what letter do we start with? H. Hey, all right, we can be taught. Cool. All right. So the first thing we want to do, no matter what, when we're in front of a group of kids, we want to make sure that they hear the good news of Jesus Christ. We want them to hear the good news. That's the whole point of offering salvation and seeing that candle lit. So in Romans chapter 10, Paul, in this wonderful, huge letter that, by the way, pro tip on Romans, don't read little bits at a time, like do whole chapters. It makes a whole lot more sense. But in this part, chapter 10, verse 11, Paul is, is sharing about how salvation is spread. And he says this, how then will they call on him whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless someone is sent, unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Now, if I were to take my shoes off and show you my feet, they're not pretty. But this phrase, uh, in, in biblical times in, in the Old Testament, it was a proclamation of God's salvation. In a war, when they would get news back, they couldn't just text about it, they would actually send a runner back to say, hey, we won! How beautiful the feet of the person who brings good news. By the way, we have 71 people volunteering for VBS. Yeah. Can I get applause for that? Yeah. We also have over 150 kids pre-registered. So to you out there who are part of that 71 people, VBS is a fun time. It's cool to hang out. It's cool to, cool to get to know the kids. But we are sent on a mission to preach the good news. From every word, from every encouragement, from every pat on the back, we are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. First and foremost, that's why we do VBS. Second, E of heart. The E stands for, because of VBS and what we do, we want kids to experience 
love, a real, genuine connection and relationship. Again, Paul is writing here in uh, Thessalonians to the church at Thessalonica, and, and he says this, and it's one of my favorite pieces of scripture that really, you get an insight into how Paul did ministry. And it says this, chapter two, verse eight. So, being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also, also our own selves, because you had become very dear to us. The gospel spreads best when it's spread in the context of a loving and caring relationship. That is the reason as part of VBS at all the different ages, we break our kids down into small groups so that we can get to know these kids' names. I, there's no way I can keep 150 names straight in my head. That's why we have these volunteers that are here to care for your kids and to care for the people that you invite. Speaking of inviting, anybody can walk up as a part of VBS, but we're actually gonna be shutting down pre-registration at about three o'clock today. So if there's anybody that you know of that you want to invite and for them to have a super smooth experience coming in, hop on to Brandywine Kids. I know that sounded a little commercially, so not shameless plug, but it'll help all of our volunteers out if we know who's coming. So we want kids to experience love, that relationship, that connection, that small group. Third thing of the heart of VBS, and this is probably one of, of my most fun, is that everybody that comes into this building knows something about God. Even if what they know is completely wrong, we come with a set of ideas about who God is and what he is doing. Paul, in, uh, in the book of Acts, is at uh, Athens. And he's teaching and preaching in the synagogues, and he does something absolutely amazing. He doesn't come in and say, no, you're wrong, you're dumb, stop believing what you're believing. He goes, hey, there's this one piece that you know, and let me tell you more about this God. You see, Paul didn't just flick a switch, he actually turned up, he amplified what was true in those people's minds. That's what we do with these kids. If we're loving and we're caring for them and they ask a question, we're like, wow, that's an awesome question. Let me amplify your understanding. So that's the third point here. Part of VBS and what we do in children's ministry is to help amplify these kids' understanding of who God is, what scripture is, and ro what role it plays in our life. So, Paul, uh, in Athens, it was, so, it was so great. So Paul had this uh, set way of kind of how he went and did his ministry. He would start in the synagogues, he would teach and preach, and he, wherever he would go, he would also teach and preach. Um, and then sometimes he would get kicked out of synagogues, and then he would go and preach to the crowds about this good news of Jesus Christ. And in this particular place, there was a place called Mars Hill. And so he was invited up to this learned place where the philosophers and people would literally sit around on day, all day and, and banter back and forth and, and have ideas and debate. Um, it was kind of like Twitter, but a whole lot more friendly, I think. 
maybe. And I'm sure it got heated and, and, and pretty mad there as well. So they were just like, what is this guy talking about? And so Paul opens his eyes and is aware of what's going on as he's walking through the city. And he starts out with a compliment. He said, all of you are very religious. And I see you have all these statues to all these different gods. But you've got this one statue to the unknown God. And I actually know who that unknown God is, the creator of the universe. And he lays out the whole gospel from a very, very, very strange starting point. But he met people right where they were. It was beautiful. That is what we do with kids on Sunday morning. That's what we do in VBS. That's what we do all the way through high school. We are here to amplify their understanding of who God is. All right. What letter's next, by the way? Just want to make sure you're tracking with me. R. R. All right. Cool. Here we go. R. So because of VBS, if we are preaching the good news, if we are showing these kids love, if we're amplifying understanding, there are some outcomes that we would love to see from our kids. First and foremost is we want them, accept, we want them to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And as part of that, because it's not just a salvation be like, oh, hey, cool, you're saved. We want to put them on a road of discipleship. And part of that road, particularly with that elementary crew, is we want these kids to begin and continue growing in reflecting God's character. Reflecting God's character. I got a Matthew, my mind goes to the, the Sermon on the Mount. And Jesus over and over again is, is saying what it's like to live in the kingdom and how we should live and all sorts of things and uh, what, what should we do with oaths and, and retaliation and, and how we should love our enemies. And this one phrase just, just struck me, particularly as it's talking about who God is and who we need to become in Jesus Christ. Chapter 5, verse 48 says this, You, therefore, must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Holy. Now, when I read this, I feel like at times I'm like one of the disciples. I'm like, hey, can you increase my faith? Because I'm not perfect. I'm really messed up at times. It's progress, not perfection. It's worship. It's becoming more and more like Jesus. And that is why each and every single month we have a life application word for our kids that helps them really get their mind wrapped around what, what honesty is and, and what determination is and all of these characteristics that God has and he shows. So, the last point, the last thing, if we don't have this in VBS, I think we're, we're missing something and it's T, the heart of VBS. If we're doing VBS as best we can and giving to God and worshiping through the stress, we would love to see these kids go tell the world. We want to see these kids tell the world. We've been given the, the great commission. Matthew 28, it says this, all authority on heaven and earth has been given to me. Jesus is talking in this. 
Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Spirit, and teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you to the very end of the age. That's a promise for us as well. God is with us. Amen? Amen. God is with us. One of my favorite stories about a VBS that I did a number of years ago, and it was, a, it was a, how the pieces came together, I don't exactly know, but the, the mom uh, of this kiddo uh, was teaching one of our rotations in, in preschool, and this elementary kiddo enjoyed VBS so much that he actually invited all of his friends in the neighborhood after VBS and they literally played VBS on their front porch. And because the mom knew the stories, they took the material and did their own front porch VBS the very next week. He went on to you know, start a Bible study with his friends and all of this amazing stuff. And I'm like, yes, that is it. These kids, we can't look down on them and say, no, you're too young, you can't make a difference. Absolutely, they can make a difference. And in some ways, they are strategically positioned to make a difference that we can't anymore. I mean, I don't know about you, when you get to be an adult, sometimes like making friends is hard, right? We have to work really hard to put ourselves in relationships and and connections. And with these kids, because they're at school, those relationships are right there. They're neighborhood kids. Go and tell the world. So that's it. That's the heart of VBS, and it's, it's just breaking it down. So whatever is on your mind, whatever you wrote down a little bit ago, we're going to go back to that. Where do you need to see a victory inside that relationship? Where do you need to see a victory at work? Where do you need to see a victory in your family? And then name that thing. Name that person. Name that relationship. And then just praise God again through it and say, God, where do we need a victory in this? Keep on asking. Keep on petitioning. And when God says, through the work of the Holy Spirit in you, to do something, do it. That action, holy, good action peels away that stress. You can do it. I believe in it. I believe in you. So there's the deal. Big thing. If you're not part of that 71 people that said, hey, I'm in, I'm going to volunteer for VBS, whether it's work or whatever uh, situation that you're in, pray for us. Pray every single night at some point in time. Literally set a, set a timer on your phone somewhere between six and eight every night. We're probably going to have, I imagine, 200 kids descend onto this place where we can minister and show love and share the gospel and all of these things that we've said. We need a victory and we're depending on God, but we need everybody's help in this. Amen? Amen. All right. So, speaking of victory, I, I would imagine on the night that Jesus was betrayed, 
Well, we actually have a picture of Jesus crying out and saying, I need a victory. He shared communion. Well, it didn't look like this. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, he shared communion with his disciples, his closest friends. They gathered together and they shared the Passover meal and Jesus literally took the Passover meal and changed it and talking about the new covenant and his sacrifice. Then they went out to the Mount of Olives and they prayed. And Jesus, with drops of blood coming off of his forehead, prayed to God, God, if there's any other way to take this cup this cup of suffering, this cup of wrath, if there's any other way, but not my will be done, your will. Sometimes when we're worshiping through what, whatever that barrier is that we need to see a victory, it's not pleasant, it's not fun, it wasn't for Jesus. But I wonder if we asked Jesus, said, Jesus, where do you need a victory? He said, yeah, I would want it some other way. I don't want to go through this but I want to see God's victory more than my comfort. So we're going to step into a time of communion. We've got two different ways. Uh, in the back, there are the pre-made cups like this. And up front here uh, on either side of the stage, offering will, uh, communion will be offered. You can also take this time to pray for that very thing that you wrote down where you need to see a victory. Ask God, break it into smaller chunks. Find out what the Bible says you need to do next and follow. Let me pray for you. Dear God, we know that we mess up. We know that we're not perfect and yet your very word says we need to become like you and be perfect. God, thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. And God, I know that I'm a sinner and I mess up. But thank you, Jesus, that you are there. God, we need you. We want you. God, and I pray if there is somebody out there right now, whether at home, watching online, or, or in this audience right now, that is feeling the tug of your spirit to say, hey, I need to give this over to Jesus. I need to give my life to Jesus. I want that salvation. God, I want you to be my Lord and Savior. God, may that person or persons seek out and say yes. Yes to following you. God, and when we feel like things are out of whack, we feel like things aren't right, may we take this time in communion to worship, to let go of worry, and be prepared to dive into the work. God, it's your work through us. It's your salvation that we will see. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Take your time. Reflect. If you have said yes, today to following Jesus. We have somebody right over there at the yes table. We are so excited about what's going to be done in your life and this week. God bless.